Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Race Day Coasting Podcast, where I'm your host, Ray, joined by my co-host, Cubby, and we are so excited to be back in season four, guys. I was just thinking, like, I cannot believe that we have come this far, that we are officially in four seasons. I remember uh, being so nervous to do the podcast and sitting in my closet because we didn't have a very good mic at the time and we didn't have anywhere that would kind of um, protect the sound, so to speak. And to see where we are now, where I'm getting better at video editing skills, audio editing, and just being more comfortable with bringing you guys into our life and on this journey and learning from you guys too. It has been so great. So I definitely want to just tell you guys, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for the encouraging words, for continuing to believe and as and all the resources that you give and just sharing and letting other people know about our journey um i don't take that for granted we don't take that for granted guys okay so we are in the latter part of the year which it's been a crazy ride this year i'm sure everybody is gearing up we do have the holidays coming up so getting ready to navigate family um, navigating work right now. It's a busy, busy time at work for me. And then just navigating, um, getting all of your appointments in, right? Because insurance resets. And so everybody's going to be meeting their deductible and out-of-pocket maxes again. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> I think I enjoy life once you meet those thresholds. So we have some really, really, really big news. I know we we talked in previous episodes about um, Cubby's challenges with sleep and how that was impacting me, both of us feeling like zombies, and maybe both of us not getting the most optimal um, sleep that allows our bodies to process, focus, and reset to prepare for the next task that we have, right, or the next full load that we may have for that day. I um, had been struggling to try to find a bed that was perfect for Cubby, perfect for our family that would fit his room size, a bed preferably where he can grow so I'm not having to buy another bed in like another six months to a year. Cubby is a big kid. Um, He's four, soon to be five, and he's almost four feet tall, right? And they say he's like 40-something pounds, but that is a very, very solid amount because he is heavy it's like rock solid it's like cement when you pick him up so I definitely wanted to get something that would make him feel comfortable right Cubby is familiar with what a bed is he's had a bed his entire life right like he's seen them he knows what that looks like so going from a crib that would convert into a toddler bed like I said Cubby is very tall especially for his age so having a toddler bed, it, he outgrew it, essentially, right? And then realizing that the mattress that we had gotten him, at the time, it seemed fine. But as he got bigger and he was more specific with, like, his sensory needs, he could fill um, the cushioning and the spring support within his mattress, and that no longer became comfortable for him, right? Especially when we've stayed at like my parents house or um hotels or when we're traveling and he's experienced different kinds of beds he definitely had become accustomed to something 
much softer or a different level of support without springs, so to speak. So I there's this concept of a safety bed, right? Because like we've talked about before, Cubby would wake up in the middle of the night, get into things, um, and he just needed to be monitored all the time. So when we were looking at this concept of a safety bed, one of the initial beds that I came across was this this wooden bed thing, right? And it was immediately off-putting to me just because it looked more like an enclosure and not something that felt comfortable, inviting, and that I would feel comfortable putting him in and he would get decent rest from it, right? And my whole goal with this sleep journey is not to have Cubby in a space or an environment where he's contained and confined in a sense. That wasn't my ultimate goal. My ultimate goal is for him to sleep safely and fully and comfortably in a bed as he, you know, continues to get older. I didn't want to um, deal with the the constant transitions, right? Like I know I've seen several different things. Like I've seen cool tents and I was like, man, that would be awesome. The wooden bed that I told you about. Um, there's another one and it has kind of like mesh panels or like um, window kind of panels to it. But there were just these, these locks and it just really did not feel comfortable to me I had my heart set on this bed that looked more kind of like a tent and had like zippers to it and things like that and unfortunately it did not pan out like how I thought right and so I was very disappointed I really believed and felt like God was working things in our favor for this specific bed that I was wanting for him and when it didn't pan out like how I anticipated, I am not going to lie. I was very, very disappointed. I was very frustrated. I didn't understand. We had done it three different times. I had had all this paperwork, all this physician documentation. All the things had lined up. And it just boiled down to um, the provider that we were going through didn't have a protocol for it. Right? And so instead of kind of creating a protocol because safety beds are not going anywhere. They're just going to get better with time and the technology on them is going to increase. They just said no. And so where I took the no initially as a rejection, I didn't see God's redirection within that, right? I was just like, I'd done everything. This bed was supposed to be so perfect. Um, I was supposed to get sleep. Cubby was supposed to get sleep. This is not going like how I wanted. I feel defeated at this point. I feel like I'm never going to be able to get a quality night's sleep again. Like God help me because I feel frustrated. Right. Um, in the midst of, you know, getting the constant no's about this safety, this particular safety bed that we were interested in. Um, I was just online, just looking up other different beds. Right. And I wrote down what my end goal for Cubby was. And that is for him to be in a regular bed throughout the remainder of his life at some point, right? And for him to not need any sort of transitions to where he would be able to walk in his room and just 
see the bed and know and be more comfortable with his surroundings to where he would just, you know, sleep. Of course, we still have like a camera in his room and stuff, but maybe not as confined and restricted as how I thought maybe he needed in, in this season of life. So as I'm looking on beds, I'm looking at Home Depot, I'm looking at Amazon, I'm looking at all these things. And um, I finally settle on this really cool bed from Ikea, right? If you know anything about Ikea, you have to be very determined because it comes in boxes, the instructions are not always super clear, and you're building it yourself, right? So um, I was like, oh, this bed looks like it could possibly work. Um, me, Cubby, and my mom, we go to Ikea to see the bed in person, and the bed is much better than I thought, right? It was a day bed, but it was a twin-size bed, and it had the trundle portion, which if you're familiar with the, if you're not familiar with the trundle, it's just kind of like this under piece of the bed that pulls out that you can lay another mattress on top of, and it can, it can, um, build out into like a bigger bed. Which, side note, mattress math is insane. I had no idea that two twin mattresses make up a king-size frame. Like, that is insane to me. For some reason, I thought two twins make a double, a queen, a full, something like that. But two twin mattresses essentially make up a king. So that's just a hack for you guys. Like, that is a whole nother episode, but it threw me for a loop. I was like, Cubby has a really a bigger bed than I anticipated which is great so fast forward we get the bed and we like stuff it up in my car and then we like <laughs> have to use all of our Hulk strength and like bring the boxes the four different boxes like upstairs well for like maybe two or three weeks I just still had hope about the other bed and I really wasn't accepting the no I wasn't really accepting of the no at that point so I was like you know what okay okay whatever and it was one night in particular Covey was just like kicking me running all over the house in his sleep and just it was really chaotic I felt like I woke up the next morning my eyes were red I was just not having the best day because when you're tired you are not your best self and um originally when you read the instructions, it says that it takes two people to put the bed together. I was so determined and so sleep deprived and just ready to have my own space that I built this bed, right? And as I'm getting like three fourths of the way done with this bed, my mom calls me. She's like, hey, I have some free time. What are you doing? I was like, I'm putting Cubby's bed together. She's like, by yourself? And I was like, absolutely. I had ordered a drill earlier because it was like prime Amazon like prime day or something and because I have seen my mom be so good with her hands and build things all throughout my life I was like oh surely I know how to do this it's just a matter of reading instructions and I like to do things with my hands I love building things so I was like oh this is perfect I can make this work she comes and she helps me finish the second part where you truly did need two people to do that that um, second trundle portion of the bed. We get the bed set up. We put sheets on it and stuff. I put Cubby's curtains in, in his room, all of his furniture, so his bookshelf, his uh, dresser drawers, move his clothes over to the closet, and, you know, just really trying to make this his space. 
And so because the room got darker than I anticipated, I had to go get nightlights. And then um, I got him a fan too, because sometimes he just gets super, super warm at night. And so um, Cubby was insanely patient as I built his bed. He would come and periodically just kind of look to see what I was doing. But he was super patient. I think he just knew this was going to be his bed and he knew this was going to be a new journey and a new start for us. So once I got it done, I got his room all set up the way that I wanted because I swapped out my um, office, my workspace, and went to a smaller space so that he can have an even larger room. Um, so when I'm like, hey, cubs, I have something really cool. You want to come see your room? And he comes and he sees his room. And it is the cutest reaction because I think where I had had his other room set up, all of his toys, all of his things did not fit comfortably as he grew, right? But this allows him more space. He sees he has a bigger bed that's similar to mommy's bed. And he loves it. Guys, I am beyond excited to tell you that we have had four successful nights. We just built the bed like about a week ago. We've had four successful nights in his new bed. So, but the caveat. So, um, because he's so used to sleeping with somebody, I do have to like lay with him for the first like 30 minutes to an hour. And I've set my watch, right? Or like the timer on my phone. And once that's complete and I really can hear that he's knocked out, like sleeping good, then I get up and I go to my bed. And guys, it has been so peaceful. Oh my goodness. This is what sleep is like. So anybody out there who is struggling with their sleep, I'm telling you, like whatever plans that you have and you feel like things are not working, it will come together when you least expect it. Cubby is about to be five right? So this has been years in the making of trying to figure out what the best strategy is and really um, stepping out of what I envision safe sleep to look like and really just giving it to God and just allowing him to guide me on this journey. Um, There are moments, of course, where Cubby will kind of get up throughout the night and then I'll just kind of walk him back to his room. But sleep hygiene has been super great. So what I mean by that is um, we'll watch a little show together. Sometimes he'll help me like prep and cook food. And then he gets his dinner bath. And then because he has his bookshelf in his room now, he gets to pick whatever book and I read it to him. And then from there, it's the night routine, right? Like it's like, okay, we're all done reading. You know, now we're going to go to sleep and then mommy loves you. I'll see you in the morning, right? We lay down and then, like I said, he'll go to sleep, hopefully. And then I can, you know, head to my room. What's been even crazier though, where now I have my own space and my own, you know, ability to like stretch out and not feel little feet on me. It's actually harder for me to go to sleep because I feel like I've been so conditioned to having like little feet near me or feeling like this huge wave of like heat coming from him so that's been definitely an adjusting phase for me but it's been good it's been so good and so now that I'm getting 
more rest and we took time off um, in between season three and season four, I can just anticipate how 2024 is going to be for us. I just sleep. It's just been so huge. And so I'm just really, really happy that we are in this space. We are in this season of life where we can both get critical rest and there's a level of independence to him. Does that mean everything is perfect? Absolutely not. You know, we're only four days into it, right? So I definitely am excited to keep you guys updated and definitely um, just keep both him and I encouraged, right? If we have a bad night or he, you know, is having a little bit more trouble sleeping than we have these past four nights, like we'll go back to the, you know, drawing drawing board and rearrange as we need to. It's just really great to have a starting point, right? And then um, having him make up his own bed is really, really great. That's super awesome. And then his bed is even closer to the potty now, which if you know, you know, getting kids up in the morning is, oh my goodness, it is a task. It is a journey. But um, because we do have the consistent potty routine and theme of when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is you go sit on the potty. It helps that he's even closer so he can kind of like sleepwalk his way to the beginning of our habits for the morning. Um, Well, guys, it's so good to reconnect with you guys. And so I am going to do our ray of sunshine and our kind of like cubby moment. And so, God, thank you so much for this platform. God, thank you so much for waking us up today. Thank you that you decided to keep us and continue to keep us from any hurt, harm, or danger. I thank you that you're protecting all of us and you're providing us with all of all of our needs. And as these different holidays come up, as these seasons change, Lord, we just remain in your love to know that you are a faithful God and whatever you says goes. And so we relinquish the the need to try to figure everything out on our own the the need to try to force things to happen in our time and our way and we relinquish our timelines and deadlines to your ultimate timeline because we know that you're an on-time god and so we thank you and we also thank you for um any families or anybody who is listening or anybody that's connected to them that is, you know, just lacking in sleep or they're not able to fully rest that they're not getting a peaceful rest or a large quantity of rest, Lord. We know that we can just lean on you and you will provide that. And so we thank you so much for doing that. We thank you for providing us with everything we need. In Jesus' mighty name we pray.